Hi there, listeners. Today we're brought to you by Yokao, the world's most prolific Muay Thai brand. That's right. We're so excited to be teamed up with Yokao to bring you the best Muay Thai gear. Honestly, mate, as a coach, it took me a long time to find pads that don't wear down after a few months, but my Yokaos are staying strong. It's the worst when you get kicked in the forearms with bad pads. Yeah, it is the worst, especially when you have to do it every day. If there's one thing you should never compromise on with martial arts, it's the gear that keeps you safe. A hundred percent, mate. And Yokao has the absolute best quality of training gear, gloves, shorts and clothes as well. Not only that, it's the best value for the quality of the equipment too. Also, Yokao are offering you 10% off any purchase by using code COMBATCASUALS10 at the checkout. That's COMBATCASUALS10 with no spaces. Get yourself some top quality Muay Thai gear and save some cash. Hello listeners, before we get started today, I just want to do a big shout out for one of our sponsors, Power Body Nutrition. Uh, they sell all kinds of sports supplements, vitamins and minerals and health foods. If there is anything you need and you don't want to spend too much getting it, you can visit powerbody.co.uk. Alternatively, if you have your own health store or pharmacy or gym and you want to stock up, you can visit the wholesale site powerbody.eu. Um, Ian, I'm not sure if you've used Powerbody before, but good stuff. I have used it before. It's a great uh, website, really easy to use with lots of products on there. And uh, it gets even better if you use it through us because we have a great discount code too. Oh, yeah. What's the <laughs> discount code, Ian? Uh, what is our discount code, Justin? <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's Combat Casuals 10. All one it's... word and the number 10. Combat there Casuals you go. 10. It's Combat Casuals 10. That's my answer to your previous question. Lovely. <laughs> oh, right. Let's, let's do it. Let's get on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Combat Casuals podcast. If you're a fan of mixed martial arts and all things related, stick around. We'll be talking everything from past and future events to harnessing your inner chi and everything in between. We want to provide you with the opportunity to get involved in the ultimate fighting conversation. We've been friends for too long now. And we always have strange conversations. So we thought, hey, why not make a podcast? I'm Dustin. I'm Ian. And we're the Combat Casuals. surefire guaranteed way to get a bad neck and a bad back it is to record the way i'm recording <laughs> oh man ever wanted to have back problems make a podcast there you go make a podcast well okay so for the listeners at home to understand i don't know why but zencaster what we record on is being a pain in the ass with a microphone yeah so this is me chatting with my lips pretty much almost touching the microphone <laughs> and then here is me moving back two inches you ready this is me about back two inches, and it's like I'm in a different room. Yeah, so <laughs> you're so far away from me. <laughs> yeah. So, guess I've just got to uh, lip pick all the microphone. I was about to say, <laughs> you've got to start getting real friendly with your microphone. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. right, right in your ear, right up in your, right ear. in your ear. I mean, <clears throat> I think people have grown to expect us to have production issues throughout the podcast now. I think that's yes. just, you know, how people have like their running jokes or running like gags or something. It's not a running gag. We're just shit at this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just what it is. It's not intentional. It's not intentional. It's just, this show is just production the whole way through. It's like mm -hmm. 10% talking about martial arts. The rest is production. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Accurate. Oh, man. Pretty cool. Well, we can talk about martial arts as it's been like two weeks since we last. Well, there's been two events since we last talked, basically. 
and yes, there's uh, been a well, lot two, going on as well. Two UFC events. Yeah, two UFC events, plenty of Bellator ones, stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of sort of going on as well with like divisions. We've got like news with a new interim belt on the line in the heavyweight division, so we can talk about that too. So mm. plenty of stuff. There's plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, and I guess a good place to start, big card was 264. Um, I guess it's not like needing to go through detail of it, but more, I guess, the the fallout, actually. That's a good way of putting it. A fallout of Definitely. 264. What's going to happen now post the drama of the night, I guess? Yeah, we're a bit late for the recap, so we'll, we'll, we'll skip by that. Yeah, um, you know. Conor McGregor broke his leg, but he lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dustin was going to win, in my opinion. There you go. That's oh, the recap. Too right. There's so many. Uh, there's so many arguments and debates on Instagram, like people saying, "Oh no, Connor would have done this. Connor would have done that." And I, I can't believe there's an argument about it. No, 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 not at all, man. It's it's it, it, if anything, I'm not saying him breaking his ankle was a good thing to happen because, like, I you don't want that to happen to somebody for fight reasons. It's a, it's a bad um, uh, injury for your career. But in terms of his credibility, uh, it's good for McGregor going forward. Because he can now talk himself back into a rematch with Dustin quite easily. Yes, for, in, and well, if Dustin, I mean, he was champion, doing that as soon as he hit the floor. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 in my opinion, just that entire round was solidly Dustin's. Like I saw two of the judges get it, gave it ten eights, which I was a little bit like, that's a, that's a big. I agree. No, I you agree. agree ten eight. Yeah, the, and the reason being, right, is not because I dislike Conor McGregor. Uh-huh. Right, Conor McGregor, yeah, absolutely, landed some brilliant leg kicks. Of course he yep. did. And he, and he landed one or two punches. But mm-hmm. Dustin Poirier landed like three in a row, consistent, really good shots. And McGregor was falling backward. McGregor mm-hmm. initiated the clinch or the takedown, mm-hmm. however you yep. want to look at it, initiated the clinch, which he never does. It's because he was rocked. The same yep. way that he went for the takedown against Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... Poirier, obviously, that people can say what they want. The guillotine was never close. Poirier's legs no, were it never wasn't. in it wasn't, close. it wasn't, it wasn't close. Anyone who does jujitsu knows that that wasn't close. Poirier just no. worked his way around, got on top, and then spent almost the entire round just smashing him. Then as soon as mm. Conor McGregor stood up, Poirier put him back down. I mean, it was because of the leg, but put him back down. Of course, yeah. that was a 10-8. If that wasn't a 10-8, then I have no idea what grants you a 10-8. Fair play. It's fair play. This is good. It's a good argument. I mean, beat him on the feet, I, I, beat him on the ground. He got up. He beat him on the feet again, and then the round. Was yeah, over. it's very true. Also, that takedown he was trying to do. I it that takedown to me highlights. I I don't. Well, I don't. I don't like McGregor, so I, I was going to say I don't want to be mean to McGregor, but I don't know him. A better wrestler would have got that takedown. Like he, yeah. he that takedown was really poor, and in fact, Poirier wasn't expecting it, so he was off balance. But he couldn't do it. He still couldn't take him down. He well, still couldn't he do was, it. Probably because he was dizzy. The only reason he was going for it was because he got rocked on the feet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. But in terms of going forward, I think him breaking his ankle, uh, as we saw him on the floor, is good for him in the sense of yeah, his it's easier to say he didn't lose. The media. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I actually could have seen him getting knocked out in the second round. Like, yeah, he was I, done, mate. Yeah, I, I think he was going to get knocked out, and I think. That fight, if they, if the UFC, because it's what Dana White was talking about on the night, oh, you got to do a, a fourth one with them. I think that fight is, if they do a fourth one of them when he comes back immediately, I think that's a bit of a joke, if I'm honest. Too like, right, it's a joke. The, it, well, for, for many reasons. One, because 
that it would never be done the other way round. If Poirier no. snapped his leg, there's no way he'd get the rematch. No. But the main reason that is frustrating is because, I mean, we don't know who would win between Poirier and Charles Oliveira, but no. clearly what they're trying to set up is an immediate title fight for McGregor. Not just the rematch, yeah. but the title fight. Poirier yeah. fights Charles Oliveira for the title, and then when McGregor's healed, he fights Poirier for the title. And yeah. that is just the biggest load of shit, man. It, like, it completely is, because I don't think there's anybody um, who... McGregor actually competes with in the top ten, um, because I, I think he's the the sport has moved past McGregor because he doesn't yeah. fight enough. Yeah, and I look at the top ten right now. You've got number ten Dan Hooker, then uh, Islam Makhachev who fought last night, Javier de Sanjos, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, Benil Dariush, Justin Gagey, Dustin Poirier, and Charles Oliveira. They all I do McGregor. Yeah, I I think the only person in that top 10 or maybe two people who I think maybe McGregor has a good chance against is either Javier de Sanjos or Benil Dariush just yeah. because I, the two of them will definitely want to go for takedowns with him. Yeah. And I, it depends on whether they get the takedown. I think if they don't get the takedown, McGregor still has the advantage on the feet with both of yeah. them. I mean, de Sanjos is very good, but he is going to be better on the f- floor. Yeah. Um. So if he takes them down, if if either of them take him down, I think that's it. That's there's nothing left. But if they stay standing, it's going to be competitive. But I still think that's the point. It's a competitive fight. It's not a fight McGregor just wins. I don't yeah. think there's anybody in that top ten who's like, oh yeah, he'll definitely win that fight. Whereas the majority of the other top ten, I'm like, yeah, they'll definitely beat him. Like I yeah. I don't see him beating Justin Gagey at all. Like no. That, that fight is so one-sided. I, I can't even imagine how much of a bloodbath I mean, that would be. Still, he'd still, you know, have a good go. It'd be an entertaining fight with anyone mm. in that top 10. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. he loses to all of them. Yeah, um, I think so. But I think the so thing, too. they're not going to make him fight his way back up through the rankings. They're just not going to do it. He's too big a name. He's too mm. big a star. They're never going to say, oh, you know, fight the number six and we'll see. There's no way. It's, it's money fights or title fights, and that's all they're well, going to give him. I was about to say, do you think for McGregor coming back, particularly after an injury like that, do you think then it's money fights only for McGregor now? Yeah, well, I mean, since when was it not money fights only? Tell me the last fight McGregor had that wasn't just a money fight. Yeah, that's true. I think even his um, title fight with uh, Eddie Alvarez is a, a money fight because it was champion versus. Well, that's champion. what I'm saying. Either either title fights or money fights. That's the, yeah. like is the UFC a gift in him the fights he wants. Do you know I mean the mm-hmm. fights that make a lot of noise? Um, but, the, the only alternative I can think of is the Cerrone fight, which obviously they were hoping would be a tune-up fight, and it was. Yeah, it was. It was. But even that's a money fight in in because there was that big noise going into it from their yeah. press conference ruckus. But then we got a weird, nice McGregor, which was really strange. And the McGregor coming back to this one was bizarre. Like he just came across as a complete cunt. Like he, he yeah, I don't see how he was so nice for their second fight. And then yeah. just awful for the third fight. What's that about? It's and, like he's only just, nice because he beat him. Yeah, I know. And not just awful, like his old, like shit talking. I mean, like this was horrendous. He came across yeah. like horrendous in this one. Really bad. I think the only fights in my mind that are both in, I guess, fights that you could climb back up in the division, but also money fights. The only two that I think, but then I'm not sure how you'd feel about them. But the two I think of is one, the Javier de Sanjas fight, because they were meant to fight. So there's that there's that sort of pre-story there, which would maybe get attention. Or yeah. the Tony Ferguson fight, because Tony's on the downturn, Connor's yeah. on the down. 
we could see a, a competitive fight there possibly for com- somebody to get back into that top five. But also there's a narrative there as well. Like that's a big name, Tony Ferguson. And people, I'd like he's a fan favorite. Fight. I'd yeah, like to see that. I fight. think that's the one I would do. Yeah. That'd be but cool. it, would, it wouldn't be a main event though, would it? Wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think it would be a main event. Because well, like, I, I think I, it shouldn't be, but I think it would be. I don't think it mm. should be, but they'd make it. Definitely they would. Anytime McGregor fights, it's going to be the main event, which is which frustrates me, but of course it will be. It is frustrating, isn't it? Because there's plenty of five-round fights I'd like to see which aren't title yeah. fights. But because it's McGregor, they do that. And, yeah. well, they did it for Nate Diaz as well, I guess, which is uh, another fight that's on the table, I guess. The Nate Diaz third fight is always there, I guess. Nate, like, Nate Diaz, right, talking about someone who just keeps fucking fighting until they win. Nate Diaz wants fucking ten-round fights, doesn't he? He always yeah. he loves complaining. <laughs> Anytime he doesn't win inside five rounds, he's like, oh, yeah, but if it was six rounds or eight rounds or ten yeah. rounds... Like, it's like, well, it fucking isn't, Nate. You need to do something a bit earlier, didn't you? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Just keep we going until you win. Though. Get knocked <laughs> out. Like, yeah, well, you know, give me a minute. Give me a drink. Let me come round and I'll <laughs> keep coming. That's not how it works. Let me recover. Give me a week. fight until it's you who wins. <laughs> Right. Well, that's that's the thing. Uh, we talked about it like last time we talked about fights. I, I did feel bad. I really do like Leon Edwards, and I did feel bad for him after yeah. that last round because people were talking more about Nate clipping him than the actual Ridiculous, domination man. over the whole five rounds. And that's yeah. the thing. Nate can be like, oh, if this was on the street, we'd do that. But as you said last time, well, if it was on the street, we wouldn't be fighting like this at all. It wouldn't be like this. You wouldn't You wouldn't be wearing gloves. It wouldn't be five minutes with one minute rests. You definitely yeah. wouldn't be allowed to fight for 25 minutes without someone intervening. Yeah. yeah ridiculous. <laughs> and also, like, what if it was, Leon I had... Leave him for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leon as well out. had the dominant position throughout that whole first round, so there wouldn't have been a finish there. They wouldn't have stopped. It would have yeah, just yeah, carried yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> like, we talked about it last time. You, you know what I just imagined in my mind, right? Imagine, you know, people get in fights over, like, traffic or whatever. Like, imagine if we were driving and, like, someone, like, I don't know, flipped me off or whatever and I got in a scrap and I was just getting my ass handed to me and you were like, just wait, man. Just give my boy 25 solid minutes. <laughs> he will bounce back, I promise. Like, <laughs> you're just watching me getting decked next to my car, like, on the side of the highway. Oh, and then, mate. like, oh, no. Uh, just trust me man 20 minutes and he's gonna start coming like, that some people running in guessing. being like should we tr- break it up nah don't don't let, let it go let it go he's got this trust he's me, got man. it he's he got looks it. like he's getting really hurt nah no, 25 no, minutes angry the other guy's just getting yeah. tired by hitting him <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh i mean talking of getting tired getting angry actually that's made me think of a fight actually on that card which was um sean o'malley and chris Martino. oh jesus christ man Mate, mate, Sean O'Malley, I I know he's a fan favourite for some reason, but what a joke like of him. a fighter. Don't like, like what him. a joke. I can't stand the guy. Uh, well, I don't want to be harsh to that Chris Messino. Like, props for him stepping up and also going as long. It shouldn't have been stopped. Let it go the whole 12 last seconds. He might as well. Shouldn't You're have been right, stopped. Man. But, no offence to him, but in all cases, like, just... He is a tin can for that fight coming into it, right? Too right. Like, he could have... Sean O'Malley could have fought anybody in that top 10 when the guy dropped out. I'm sure there was people in the actual UFC who would have stepped up to fight Sean O'Malley. But they got a guy who wasn't in the UFC to fight a guy just to make him look good. And he didn't look good. I know everybody's going, oh. He didn't, did he? He didn't. 
He looked no. rubbish. They just picked someone out. They might as well have picked someone out of the audience to be like, oh, does anyone want to step in and fight Sean O'Malley? And Sean O'Malley, like, can't finish them. Like, he didn't fin. Like, let's be real. That wasn't a finish. That was ridiculous. No. The ref was like, oh, that's enough of that. Like, yeah. He, he couldn't finish. I mean, you know, again, you're saying no disrespect to Chris, but yeah, that's a big step up. And Sean O'Malley is supposed to be this, like, amazing prospect who's coming for the title or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't find that very impressive. No, not at all. Like people, for some reason, the whole narrative's been about how slick Sean O'Malley looked, but he couldn't finish a guy who doesn't fight in the UFC and fights yeah. on like the regional circuit. And I don't want to be harsh to him again, but like, if he fought somebody like Peter Yan, I think Peter Yan would like really hurt him. I think it'd Definitely. be a, actually not a fair fight at all, yeah. and I think it would actually be really irresponsible to do that. Yeah. And it it just shows how far behind I think Sean O'Malley actually is in comparison to the rest of that division. Cause he's calling out people like Peter Yan, uh, and Jermaine Sterling. And I know Sterling's a bit of a controversial character at the moment, but Sterling would beat Sean O'Malley. Like I'm certain of that. Like he definitely mm. would. Um, I'd love to see that. I've, yeah. I'm, I mean, he would, I've, I'm certain of that. Somebody who he didn't call out, but I think could be a really good fight. And I think he would win. Um, well, Sean O'Malley would lose. I mean, but, I think Frankie Edgar would be a good fight. Yeah, love Edgar, yeah. man. I think Edgar would fuck him up. It's tricky with Edgar, like, because obviously I think of Edgar as a fighter as a whole, not Edgar as he's fought recently. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's I true. don't want to say anything bad about Frankie Edgar. I love Frankie Edgar. Yeah, I think he's great. Obviously, he's had a little bit of a rough patch recently um, with results, but I actually think that would be a really good fight for Frankie because... Yeah, Frankie would take him down. I think he would actually look really good. Um, you know, he he beat Pedro Munoz, who I think's better than um, Sean O'Malley. I actually think I'd Pedro like to Munoz see it, actually because Frankie's one of the shorter guys, isn't he? And and O'Malley's yep. pretty. How tall is O'Malley? He's a tall guy. He's quite long as well, isn't he? He's got long, rangy. Let's sort find of like, out. Yeah. He's going to give it to me in fucking centimeters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sean O'Malley. Yeah, one point eight. What is that? Well, I think I'm one eight three, which is six foot. Is that right? I, mate, I have no idea. One point eight. He's one point eight, is he? Yeah, six foot is is just under one. He's five nine. He's five nine. He's an inch shorter than I am. I'm five ten. Five nine. Yeah, he's five nine. Why does that not seem right in my head? Height one point eight meters. So if I'm three centimeters taller than him, that ain't right. He can't be five nine. Yeah, no, you're six foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one point eight three is six feet. Yeah, so that's yeah. three centimeters. Three centimeters is like an inch and a half. But if he's one point eight meters, that's five and, and I'm a half. Five point nine three. Yeah, I'd, I'm just putting it in Google. Man. I'm doing it in Google, mate. Argue with Google. <laughs> what did you put? One point eight meters in feet. Yeah. Uh mate. Yeah, five five ten five ten point eight. So nearly five eleven. Ah, uh, fair play. Right. So you he's know, the same height. You know, me, right. Me and him yeah, are the same mate. height. Here we go. Uh, here, I'll tell you why. It's because it's 5.9 feet, but 0.9 is a decimal and uh, not in, in a foot. So it's 0.9 of 14. No, 12, right. sorry. It's 14 pounds, isn't it? 12, 12 inches. So he's he's 5'10 then? Uh, Closer to 5'11. All right. So he's Which he's about my tall. height. It's tall for someone that skinny. It is. It is. Man, because he's was, my height. Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> People listening right. to this will be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> They'll just be like, fucking idiots, man. Jesus yeah, a bit screaming at the, the, the hate, phones. I hate that, though. Anytime you try and convert measurements like that on Google and you say, oh, you know, what's such and such feet? And yeah. It'll, 
well, normally it's backwards. When you say what's one point something meters in feet, it always gives you a decimal and it's like, stop trying to make me figure out like 0.7 <laughs> of 12. Like, don't, don't make me leave, do maths. Leave me alone. Like, yeah. Just give <laughs> Tell me it in feet and inches. I don't want 0.7 of a foot. I don't know what that is off the top of my head. I'm sure plenty of people do, but I fucking don't. I mate, I can't do maths to save my life. But he's he is tall. Like he's he's probably a little bit taller than I am because I'm five ten. And if you so, say yeah, he's closer he to five eleven, he's probably a bit taller than I am. He is very skinny and he's for skinny that dude. Vision. Like and I think that would be good for Frankie because that's better. You know, there's more I think he uh, only problem is obviously Sean O'Malley's quite rangy, so he might be able to like keep him at bay. But Frankie's yeah. dealt with that before. I think yeah, he, he, he can has. definitely deal. He's used to being the little dude. Yeah, particularly he was fighting in a division way like he was very small in that division, and yeah. I think you could see that in the latter period with like fighting Max Holloway right. and people like that. I think it just Edgar's, shows the Edgar's one point six eight, so one point yeah. six eight meters in feet is five six. <laughs> this is the episode now. Us just finding out heights of fighters. <laughs> so he's five foot six, which is five point five foot, which is stupid. <laughs> right, five foot six. So yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, that's not. Uh, yeah, it's not too much. That's all right. That's not too big a game. I think I, but I do think he, he. I think he would win that fight. I think it's a good fight yeah. for him, and it would actually put him because his last fight was Corey Sanhagen, who's amazing. Like he's really good. So. Yeah. I mean, again, it just shows the difference. I think Sean O'Malley's a big mouth, but when it comes to the actual talent of that division, the people in that division who are super talented, I think would completely eat him up. I think it would be yeah, completely yeah. fine for them to deal with him. Like Corey yeah. Sanhagen versus Sean O'Malley. I, mate, I, Sean O'Malley, would that be a bad day for him, I think. I think it would be a really bad day. Yeah, I think Corey Sanhagen, I think he's fantastic, man. I could actually see him being champion. I think him versus um, Peter Yan is a really interesting fight. He's fighting Dillashaw, isn't he? He should be, yeah. I think that's the last fight I heard he was. Do you announced think uh, Dillashaw will make it to the to the scale? <sighs> really interesting, man. I don't know. I don't know. He's had to, so he had to pull out the fight, Dillashaw, recently because he had a headbutt. But I think they're rescheduling it. I think, yeah, I think they yeah, rescheduled it. Was, it. It's, it's actually. Go on, sorry. It's at the end of this month. It's next week, twenty fourth of July. Yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah, says. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That mate. That's really good fight. That's a really, um, really good fight. Aren't you just desperate for Dillashaw to lose, man? Ah, oh, big time, man. Big time. Like, have you have you looked at the promo poster for that? Oh my god! No, I've look not. at the promo picture and look at um, Dillashaw's face. Right, okay, hang on. <laughs> very, very excited for all the people at home. We've doing we're doing. Oh, that's heights. creepy, man. <laughs> Oh, anyone listening, Google that quickly. Corey Sanday converts TJ Dillashaw. You're looking for the one that's black and white with half of their faces. What? what is going on there? What's that about? What, what is going on? is that? Oh, have you seen the one? Hang on. I saw the one where it's half of his face. Have you seen the one where you can see his full face? No. Let me look it up. Well, look it, it looks up. like he's had a stroke. Because <laughs> only the, the half of his face that's doing that in the split screen... That only that half of his face is pulling that expression. Oh the other God, half is, is absolutely going on. not. Have you seen it? Yeah. Is that <laughs> two photos that they've composited together? It looks <laughs> it looks like, you know, when they try and do the promo pictures where they have one half of each fighter's face and put them together to make one face? <laughs> it looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, Which fight is the left side? <laughs> Who's the other guy? Who's, it's, that is a really weird picture of Dillashaw, man. He doesn't look great in that picture. That's so bad. 
Oh, that, mate. That's I've... fucking TJ Dillashaw on the right and fucking redneck Billy Shaw on the left. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. Mate, I thought it was like a really smug, cocky sort of face, but no, I don't really just, know. He's had a stroke. Yeah, he's actually just had a stroke. If he has, that's not funny. No, but it's not. I don't it's... think he has. So it's I don't think he very has. Funny. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, for any listeners who are like please not Google looking that. at it, please look at it. It just is look the. At it. It's the weirdest promo picture I've seen. Yeah. Well, one of the weirdest. The UFC love doing weird promo pictures. Um, but yeah, that is hilarious. Um, I do want Dillashaw to lose big time. Like, I think yeah. one, I think Corey Sanhagen's, like, as I say, probably one of the best up and comers slash actual number. I think he must be top five in that mm. division. He's amazing. Um, lost, and two, uh, obviously. Lost Sterling, didn't he? He did, um, which, I mean, it does show Sterling's quality. But before yeah. people started hating Sterling, I actually really, really liked Sterling going yeah, into that Yeah, you were, weren't you? Yeah, I really liked him, man. I think going into that, and, and also in that first round with Jan, he did look good. But as the fight went on, Jan was like 100% winning that fight. And, you yeah. know, it's annoying for for me with Peter, uh, um, uh, uh, Andrew Mayne Sterling because going out of that fight sterling didn't have anything to be ashamed of because it was an illegal knee and it wasn't like a oh was it it was blatantly illegal like it was a really bad knee yeah coming out of that fight if he had just been like yeah you know uh, it's weird that i'm champion it's not how i wanted to win we're gonna do a rematch that's it like if that was just the end of the the whole thing i think everybody would have just shut up about it and just been like yeah he's champion because of yan Whereas right. now, he because he's made become a, a knob, yeah, because Andrew Sterling's been a knob about it now, and he talked about literally. I think it was that weekend he was talking about fighting Henry Cejudo again and like all this shit. I was just uh, he's got, he's lost a lot of fans because of that. Like, just shut up and do the rematch. That's all you needed to do. But I think Sandhagen. I don't know, man. What do you think? Do you think Dillashaw wins? It's hard to it's hard to pick this one. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's tricky because um, he's beat some great names. I mean, but who? But who fights like Dillashaw? I mean, he beat Marais recently, mm. didn't he? He beat. Uh, he's beat John Lineker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know anyone else who fights like Dillashaw. If if I'd seen him against maybe Cody or mm. um, I don't know or it's, Dominic it's Cruz, say, mate. I hope he does. I hope he does. Or Cruz, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. I, I hope he wins, but. That is a very who, difficult who one. He, who else has he beaten recently? Oh, Sun Zhao, yeah. 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 It's, but you are right. They're all they don't fight like Dillashaw. All of those people no. you just said do not fight like Dillashaw. Sun Zhao no, definitely does not. To. And then MMA like, math doesn't work, so No, Hello, it's true. We'll just have to see it, man. We'll just have, we'll to, just see have to see it. I, I want Corey Sanhagen to win, but I could see Dillashaw coming back. And also I guess it's it's whether you think Dillashaw was doing gear the whole time if he was doing steroids taking like that the whole career he had or if it was just to get down in weight yeah and how much that will affect him coming back too i guess like if he was taking it the whole time will he look different i guess we'll know by next weekend we'll see how much that is affecting his you know um his general fight whether he still moves as fast if he's still got that like uh speed because a big part of his fighting was speed you know definitely yeah, yeah, um, and then we had fights this weekend as well, didn't we? Islam Makhachev again, another killer in the lightweight division. Man, yeah, like he's a problem. I mean, these these fucking Russian guys, man, <laughs> they're a problem. He's coming. That, that's do you like think the way it's going now, isn't it? Like, yeah, for a well, while, I was say, do you like... think he's champion? Do you think he'll be champion? 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. So who, who, who's his only loss? He's got one loss. Do. do you know who it's by? Not really. I think it was in the UFC, but oh, it's like a random name. Let me find. I, yeah, I laugh if it's like a huge name. Looking for it now. <laughs> uh, he lost. He lost in 2015 to Adriano mm. Martins by knockout or TKO round one. See, that sounds, can happen, obviously. Fluky. Yeah, I was about to say it can happen. You know, we, you can just get knocked out. But yeah. since then, like, he is insane. Like, his, his run is nuts. Yeah, he's not fought many big names yet, has he? No, I think for him, a good fight. I mean, Javier de Sanjos has been talked about a lot already. Like, we've talked about him against McGregor. But I think either a good fight for him would be <laughs> Javier de Sanjos or Tony Ferguson, I guess. Because they're both becoming a little bit like gatekeepers of that division yeah it's harsh but they are yeah yeah yeah, yeah particularly ferguson i feel really bad because he was like the guy for a long time but yeah you gotta think everybody who's beaten him recently has gone on to like better things you know what i mean like yeah. they're all now top five like prospects or champions so yeah so yeah chev's Ma- rated he's number nine now ranked number nine isn't he yeah so him versus uh, Tony would be really good or one which would be really interesting but I don't think he would get it because I think they'll probably try and do something else with him is him versus Michael Chandler Makachev and Chandler yeah mate I would love to see that and one of the reasons why is because I thought that Michael Chandler had the potential to be Khabib's biggest problem mm. I'd, I'm not saying he'd win I still think uh, Khabib would win but Khabib's stand up isn't very good it's only mm-hmm. good because people are afraid of him taking them down mm-hmm. and I think out of everyone in that top 10 Chandler would be the least afraid of getting taken down by Khabib yeah definitely because his right. wrestling is phenomenal his takedown defense is very good I mm-hmm. think he might not be as afraid of the ground game so he'd be free to let his hands go a little and his mm-hmm. striking is better than Khabib's yeah definitely so his that would have been a great really fight good. so I mean, Khabib's better than Islam, but mm-hmm. that would be very interesting to see Chandler against Islam Makachev. Because if he can completely dispose of him, there's a really great argument to say that perhaps he could have done Khabib. It's true. It's true. I think that's a really good... If he really like, makes light work of him, do you know what I mean? That would be yeah. really interesting. It's an interesting one, though, with Makachev, because I actually think his striking's better than Khabib's striking. It is, it is. Yeah, and his grappling's not quite as good. Yeah, but yeah his grappling have, is not quite as good They have a similar similar like approach to the mm. fight mm. it'd be a very interesting i think him versus michael chandler is actually the fight i want to see but i yeah, think the fight they're more really... likely to do is maybe him versus Javier de sanjos or yeah. tony ferguson yeah which will be a shame because i think i don't know not a shame because i think he will beat tony or Javier de sanjos if the, if he doesn't i mean that's a huge win for either of them like that's massive yeah. but i do think he beats them michael chandler as you've like rightly said he's the most um He's just the most interesting prospect for those sort of style of fighters, like those sort of like heavy wrestling Russian style of fighters. I think Michael Chandler's sort of striking mixed with the wrestling pedigree he has is one of the best like style fight matchups. But I just don't think that's what they're going to do. I don't think that's where they're going, which is a shame, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go on, go on. So you, what no, you no, saying? go ahead, man. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm just scrolling through the rankings mm. and it's mad when you get a little way down and like, 
I've just come across number 47, Michael mm. Johnson. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Where yeah. did that guy go? <laughs> yeah, man. His career, like, it's a shame because he's uh, he, he was very talented. But he his was career talented. Did, his career just kind of tailed off, man. Like, I mean, yeah, his recent last three fights, lost to Gida, lost to Moises, and lost to Stephen Ray. Yeah. Yeah, jeez, yeah, where did he and, go? This mad to, going through and just jeez. To think he knocked fickle, out. Um, fickle, um, yeah, he knocked out Poirier, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Doesn't he just matter, man. completely downturned, man. Just yeah. like it's Yancy whole... Medeiros. I remember him. Where, where's yeah. he been? He's he lost his last three fights, and he's ranked number sixty-five. I didn't even know there were sixty-five lightweights in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> You just forget. Just looking Mate, through this. It's funny. Ally Quinta. Oh sh- yeah, what's happened? At- Which rank is he? He's not even ranked. He's just he's just there. Oh man, I mean that's kind of shit. His last fight it was against Dan Hooker. Yeah, where's he? Kevin Lee not ranked. Kevin Lee is such a weird one, man. Like he could have been so good, man. He is like such an interesting prospect and like i still think he could be really good that's the problem with him like yeah he's so talented but i don't know what it is that he never quite clicked it together in the octagon that's the thing he's never quite like got because his knockout of Gillespie was fucking nuts like yeah. insane but then he got fucked up by charles Oliveira, man he just got completely fucked up people were saying that he was like the next champ wasn't he because he was like decent mm-hmm. strike and great wrestling that he mm-hmm. was yeah that was that was a. Uh... Do you think he was just hyped too fast? Do you think he was a victim of them overhyping yeah. fighters too soon? Yeah, I think so. I think they pushed him hard in the start, especially putting him against Tony Ferguson quite early on for an interim yeah, belt. It's harsh. It's harsh. It's 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 too much and too soon. I think he is planning to make a comeback, and I hope it does go well for him because he, as you say, he has a full package. But I don't think he's quite at the level that they threw him in against. Yeah. Um, and I think you it's the same thing similar what we're saying with McGregor like McGregor's so out of touch now with the game because he doesn't fight at that level whereas if I, if you put McGregor against say you know I'm trying to look you can't go too low but if you put him against say a Gillespie or somebody like that I think Gilles, uh, McGregor does win those fights and he starts to get up the rankings a bit more because he's fighting against a level that suits what where he's at you know where the where he was about what five years ago yeah you know him versus dan hooker could be an interesting fight but because he's been so far out of it if you start putting people against those top names too early they're just going to get fucked up and that's what's happened with mcgregor i think that's what happened with kevin lee he he's fought too many big names too early on and he wasn't at that stage yet yeah. But he could get there, man. You give him time. Somebody who's coming into the UFC who's interesting is that um, Paddy Pimblet. Um, yeah, he's really yeah, interesting. From uh, Liverpool, Manchester? He's over there somewhere, isn't he? Oh, he's Liverpool. Don't say Liverpool. Manchester. Jesus. Oh. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. Whatever. But like, yeah, he, he looked good. Was it in caged steel that he was in? Yeah, caged. caged. I think so. But he looked really good. Yeah, he'll be good. He's featherweight, isn't he? he uh, no, lightweight, I think. Oh, he's lightweight. Was he, was yeah, he featherweight yeah. at caged steel? Have a, look, have a look. He's really funny though. Like he's got great character and like he really looks like really. Jay funny. off in between us. He does. He does. But he's so funny. Uh, one five two is what he weighed in at a lot of the time. Which right, I okay, guess that's yeah. lightweight. Yeah. I guess yeah. It's, it's a light lightweight. Yeah, but he's he's really funny, and I think he's got got great character. I'm actually really interested by him yeah, in the he UFC. Should be he should be yeah. really good. And uh, Misha Tate's back as well. 
Yeah, I mean that that fight that fight was really scrappy, but I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. fair play, like got the job done. Whatever, yeah. doesn't have to be pretty if you win, does it? Nope, nope, not at all. And I think the next fight for her, really, in my opinion, should be her versus Holly Holm too. I think that's I was a good just fight. about to say, absolutely, it should. Holly Holm deserves a chance to redeem that loss because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because when when they fought. <sighs> I'm not getting this wrong, am I? That was the fight where Misha Tate was just losing the whole fight. Yep, she was getting the smashed whole time. Right at the end, she managed to pull it back. Yep, and got a rear naked choke out yeah, of Yeah, that's right. And Holly Holm yep. went out like a champ. Oh, because that was the same night that uh, Diaz submitted McGregor. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. The, re- the reason I remember so vividly that that was the same event was because I remember Conor McGregor saying like, oh, anyone who taps is a bitch. Like, I'd never tap type thing. <laughs> and then he tapped out immediately after Holly, Holly went out like a champ like yeah. oh you know I'm going to fight till the bitter end and then yeah. McGregor was like oh no get off I mean yeah. like, oh no like, mate nothing against tapping I'd fucking tap I can't breathe yeah. I mean like yeah. it, you, you got a, that's what a tap's for is to prevent passing out or getting a limb snap yeah. so like you got a tap but don't chat shit about tapping and then tap <laughs> I mean it's so funny with him it's recently so being like I've only had one loss um which was the he knockout count to missions, yeah. Yeah, which I was just like, that is hilarious. Oh, uh, it's so fun. And then he went for a guillotine. <laughs> yeah, what what's that about, mate? Literally everything he says is a joke. I I really don't understand how he has fans. I don't I don't get it. I don't get what people are a fan of. I don't understand everything. Particularly said, now. Yeah, like why? You know, oh, because he's Mystic Max uh, Mac or whatever. He predicts these things and blah blah blah. And it's like. Okay, well, I'd say he got significantly more incorrect than correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, or no, he got everything extremely correct, but for the wrong person. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, call yeah, an yeah, ambulance, definitely. but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like submissions don't count as wins, but I'm going to try a guillotine. That's for sure. You're going out on a stretcher. Oh, I'm going out on a stretcher. Yeah, fuck's sake. And then I know, anytime he I loses, know. anytime he loses, like oh chatting shit to Mayweather oh yeah but you wouldn't wrestle me or whatever and then with Khabib oh yeah but you wouldn't box me and it's like you, well that's what MMA is mate they're gonna yeah. beat you at the thing that you're not good at which is all well, of it exactly exactly especially with Mayweather oh you wouldn't want to wrestle with me you know that's why we're boxing that's like yeah, you wanted to come oh, do boxing you know what though fucking hell man I had a really annoying debate with someone the other day I was out walking Reg, and there's this guy who lives nearby who has a couple of dogs. And the dogs play together nice, so we chat sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got on to talking about this. And uh, he was like, because he's one of them who thinks boxing's better than MMA. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm like, if you mean. I'm already, I'm already. (laughs) I'm like, if you mean to watch, then okay. Like, if you know, that's fine. You can, you can watch whatever you want to watch. But if you mean as an effective martial art, then this is where this conversation ends. And basically he was like, uh, oh yeah, because um, that McGregor got bloody shown that boxing was better, didn't he? When he got beaten up by uh, Mayweather. I was like, yeah, in a boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, yeah, he, like he done him, didn't he? He got shown that boxing was better. And I was like, eh, like, and I actually had to have that debate again. I didn't waste too much energy on it, but I was like, I had to have this debate again where like, well, how come we've not seen Mayweather in the cage? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, uh, well, he, he was—he's one of them as well that was saying um, that there's like there's less skill in MMA. It's more just like a like a pub fight. <sighs> you know what I mean? They're just swinging and thrashing about. No, oh, like, it's so I, it's so embarrassing. It really annoys me. I had this situation as well at work where uh, a student where I was working was like, 
oh you know there's no there's no real skill in it is there like they're just hitting each other and i was just like you know what mate if you think that i'm not gonna waste my time like i i'd like you to convince you there's not enough hours yeah. in the day you got there's not enough hours a day i'm currently working and this is i do not have the time nor the effort to like tell you where you're wrong um but i find that so annoying particularly the whole oh mayweather showed him didn't they like well, look, I don't like McGregor, but it would have been great if McGregor had gone over there and won. But the the fact is, it's it's a singular martial arts. Boxing is a singular thing, and like I don't, I'm not a big fan of boxing, but I'm not going to discredit boxers. You know, like um, Tyson Fury is very skilled at boxing. He's phenomenal at mm-hmm. boxing. But I'm sure he would be the first to admit that like, if he went into well, I don't know. They seem to all have quite big egos, but mm. if you went into a ring an octagon and went into mixed martial arts i think you boxers just generally would get fucked up i find that annoying of course they would man if you if you put any professional boxer at the highest level mm-hmm. right tyson fury or mayweather or anyone mm-hmm. in the ufc anyone on the roster would beat them 99 times out of 100 yeah definitely anyone their weight on the roster obviously their weight and that's gonna struggle to get the takedown but that people just don't understand, no. man, how different it is once you implement not just the kicks, but the grappling, dude. Christ. And I find that so frustrating because there is talk now, and it, I guess this is kind of links to what's happening in the heavyweight division. I think, you know, Francis Ngannou wants to get paid and fair play, fair play yeah. to him. You know, he wants to get paid. Yeah. He's a champion, you know, and I think the UFC pay system is a load of shit. Like, it's not great. You know, play, fighters do not get what they deserve. And you can see that when you see people go into Bellator and good for Bellator paying their fighters. And hopefully that reflects with the popularity of Bellator. I hope that becomes bigger. Yeah. Um, but Francis Ngannou wants to get paid. And they're talking about John Jones fighting Ngannou, uh, which would be a crazy fight. We're talking about... Um, but then Ngannou's been talking to Tyson Fury. They've been like, they should fight. But of course, it's going to be boxing. Like it wouldn't be in the octagon you because never I think get the boxer come over, man. It just doesn't happen anymore. No, no, it doesn't happen at all. Because in fairness, James Tony did credit to him. He came over. He got fucked up by Randy Couture. Like Randy yeah. sort of fucked him up. But like it was really quick. He got submitted, and that was it. Um, and that's I think that would happen with Ngannou and Tyson Fury. I know Ngannou's not like the best grappler and submission artist, but he's got a couple of submissions. I think Tyson yeah. Fury wouldn't know what's going on. He would do that, but of course it's going to be boxing. Well, fuck pop- submissions, man. As soon as a boxer is like in the clincher on the floor, they don't know what they're doing, do they? It's yeah. just about the ground and pound. Yeah, and and I just... It's frustrating because that's what we're going to keep seeing. We're going to keep seeing these big boxing things, and I think, obviously, you know, I, t- I hate talking about them because I hate them with a passion, but you see the Jake Pauls and the Logan Pauls of this world creating a buzz because they're fighting they're boxing mma fighters like either ben Askren or tyron woodley and i'm i'm just a little bit like i just really don't give a shit about this because it's not you're fighting people who this is not what they do they tyron woodley is not a boxer so why are you fucking doing this i really yeah. don't care and it's the same with floyd mayweather and the mcgregor fight i really didn't care it would have been cool if mcgregor did it but i really was like it it's completely redundant it doesn't matter it'd be like saying for me, who only does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right, we're going to have you fight 
karate, but it's only being karate. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I do that? I don't know how Why to do karate. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know how to fucking fight in karate. I don't even know how that works. Mate, like... karate people don't know how to fight in karate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's too much. <laughs> that, that was... Ooh. <laughs> We've lost a ton of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> you can fuck right off. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, I just am so bored by these. And people talk to me about it. They're like, oh, what do you think about... Logan or Jake, whichever one it is, Paul fighting Tyron Woodley. I don't even fucking know, man. I don't even know which one's which or who's fighting who. I don't care. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I find them so boring, man. And it's and and the MMA media fucking shoves it down your throat, and I'm just don't fucking care. Uh, The only thing I care about is if Tyron Woodley wins. That's the only thing I care about. Too right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'd never fucking pay to watch it. No, no, no chance, chance, man. Whoever, whoever's buying these pay-per-views for the pool fights and that, like, I don't know, man. So, no. like, but the same thing when there's like a random exhibition match. Like, I love uh, Mike Tyson, but like, fuck paying for that exhibition with him and Roy Jones Jr. Like, yeah, yeah, because because you... it's because it's an exhibition. Like, yeah. there's not gonna be a winner. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's that's more or less what an exhibition fight is it's like just oh you know don't hit me too hard please let's just have a nice little spar and make yeah. loads of money i'm not yeah. paying for that no no Leave chance out, man no, completely and it's it's the same with that the again i only know it happened because it was the mma media i follow just fucking had it everywhere which i was like i follow mma on point for mixed martial arts news not boxing so i know it's yeah. similar and there's an overlap because they're combat sports but i am just a little bit like what I get Tyron Woodley, you posting about that, but why are you telling me about yeah. one of the Paul brothers boxing Floyd Mayweather? Don't I don't, know, I don't fucking really care fun. about that. Yeah, yeah, and that was an exhibition, wasn't it? Who cares? Who fu- nobody won that? Who and then, oh, it's so annoying. It's so annoying, and I just don't care about it at all. I get so irritated by people asking me about it as well. I'm like, stop asking me. Let's talk about mixed martial arts. Let's not talk about this shit boxing fights. I get so bored of it. That's my rant about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but speaking of Inganu, they're doing an interim belt now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. How ridiculous is that? Yeah. Really so, weird. Like I don't know because he put was it that tweet that he put up? It was like giving it some shade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah completely. I, I don't understand, man. I really don't get it. It's 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 the UFC being. I, I, I obviously I like the UFC to watch fights in there, but the UFC as a company is pretty scumbaggy and they've that's yeah. like a pretty scumbag thing to do yeah who, yeah who, who's fighting for the title again it's lewis and um um gain gain is that how you pronounce Garnet. his name Garne, that's it yeah yeah, yeah. Garnet, yeah yeah i mean i don't know if it's gain or Garne. i thought it was Garne. i might be wrong we'll go with Garne because it sounds better gain sounds, sounds a bit sounds, does sound better <laughs> yeah, it does <laughs> sound better Garne. <laughs> it's gone. Either that or we're just like <laughs> really overdoing it. We're <laughs> like trying to make him sound foreign or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to sound really posh with his name. It's Garne. People are like, no, it's Gain. It's Gain. I'd love if he had like, no, it's just Gain, mate. Stop calling me that. <laughs> it's Garne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But I mean, that's a good fight, but it shouldn't be the interim belt. No, should it fuck? That's no. the fight to make for the next challenger for the title. Yeah, but not. No, they're just doing it to try and leverage Ngani. I would really like to see um, Lewis and Garnu, but like what we hoped to see the first time. One of yeah, them, uh, yeah. Like, we just want to be t- see two big hitters. We don't just want to see them dancing around. Want to see oh, two big hitters. that their I, first I think fight. Ngannou, 
I think Ngannou, watching how he fought Stipe recently, I think he does him in the rematch. Oh, God, yeah. I don't right. I don't think either of them could beat um, Ngannou right now. Um, Garnier and... Uh, Garnier. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name forever now. Garnier. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know Garnier's slogan. I was thinking L'Oreal, like you're worth it. Or, I like, thought that was Garnier's. Is that not Garnier? Born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I was trying to think <laughs> of the Garnier one. Garn- <laughs> Garnier and oh, um, slogan. I swear they have a slogan. Maybe she's born oh with by it. Garnier naturally. That's not right. Yeah, that's, that's Maybelline. Shit. Maybe she's born with it. Yeah. Well, Garnier versus um, uh, Derek Lewis, like. Um, either, I don't think either of them. I don't think either of them beat um Ingarnu. Like I just think Ingarnu, he looks so because I think Stipe is a better wrestler than either of them, and Stipe was having problems getting them down, getting Ingarnu down this time because he's improved his uh defensive wrestling. You know, he's it, he's really improved yeah. his takedown defense. Too right. And if you can't take him down, I don't really know. There's anybody who can stand. With. I don't know. I don't know because you hit him and he's like a brick wall, and he hits you and you're you're dead. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I, d- I hope, I really oh, mate, don't I hope know. he does John Jones. I really want to see him versus oh, John Jones. And I want to see John Jones get smashed because fuck John Jones. John Jones's toes curled up like the Alistair Overeem, like when he hit him like a Pez dispenser. Poor Overeem, like, man. I don't, mate. You got fucked Poor up. Poor Overeem. Too right. Jeez, Christ, what a fuck. I, don't, I think that's so the most bad. memeable knockout I've ever seen. I don't think I've seen I th- more memes come out of a knockout. I think it's one of the most brutal ones I've ever seen as well. Too right. Like, I thought he was going to take his head off. He Not only did he almost take his head off, he also landed a fucking really unnecessary but nasty hammer blow he as did. well. People forget about that bit because they just remember the uppercut. But he flew through the fucking air to land that. Jeez. It was nuts. It was like Dan Henderson against Bisbing, but I don't think there was any uh, like animosity. That was necessary. That was, yeah, I was about to say that there was animosity there in that one. Yeah. There was like heat. I don't think there was any animosity between Overeem and Encarno. I just think he fucking landed it. Mm-hmm. It was insane. You got to do but it, man. I've... You got you to fight till the fight's over. It's true. I guess I it's think, true. I think, I think when you knock people out the way that Nganu does, also remember that like compared to a lot of the guys at his level, he's not as experienced. When you knock yeah. someone out that way, he's probably surprised, like shocked or surprised, or like, is he? Yeah, knocked out? I don't fucking know. I'll just hit him and I bet hit him again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The more experience you've got, probably the more like Mark Hunt, the more likely you are to be able to walk off. Yeah, it's um, true. It's but true. I have to say, I have to say, right. A lot of people will disagree with me on this, but I don't care. It's my podcast. Fuck you. But like, um, <laughs> I'm we, not. We're awful <laughs> to our listeners. We. <laughs> <laughs> We are terrible to our listeners. We tell them to fuck no off one, all the no time. One, no one fucking listens. Probably because we keep yeah. telling them to fuck off. <laughs> but, um, I, I'm not a fan of walk-off KOs. That's not your decision to make. It's the ref's decision. I mm. often see walk-off KOs where I think the ref is kind of pressured into stopping the fight because the mm-hmm. other fighters walked off. I mm-hmm. think, no, like you fight till the ref makes you stop. It's not your decision that he's out. And sometimes I think the fight could have continued and the fighter tries to walk off. Like Sean O'Malley did it in his, um, oh, what was his name? Who did he fight? Come on, Ian. Who did he fight? Uh, walk off KO. Because the one I was thinking did, of was... It wasn't a walk off KO. He, he, Almeida, Thomas Almeida. Oh, yeah. And tried yeah. to walk off and Almeida got back up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, man. That's not your decision to make. 
Yeah. You don't just get to say, oh, ref, he's finished. No, he's not, mate. <laughs> get in yeah. there and get in. Uh, it really annoys me. Like, and yeah. there's been a few Mark Hunt ones where I think that's I not was about to yet. say. Mark Hunt the, kind of like goes, ah, you're done. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's not. <laughs> the Mark Hunt ones. There's like Mark Hunt. I like Mark Hunt a lot, but mm-hmm. I think Mark Hunt, there's some knockouts which are genuinely like, that's a walk-off KO mm-hmm. where the guy's gone, which is like Roy Nelson. He was like face down, gone. Like, that was a a crazy KO. But then the one that I'm kind of like, I'm not sure that was, is the Frank Mir one. Because Frank Mir's on his back, still awake. So he's not knocked out. Yeah, and Frank Mir's jiu-jitsu is very good. Like, it's very good. So there's a good chance if you jumped into his guard to land some bombs, he he could catch you. It may not be the highest chance, but it could happen. But he's on his back... He he's clearly like rocked and wobbled, you know, he is hurt. And Mark Hunt walks off and just shakes his head as if Too it's right. done. And the ref Too ran right. in and then waved it off. I'm that one I was a bit now. like, yeah, I, yeah, I that one I'm like, nah, I that's not quite right. I don't think that's fair. No, it's not. Well, because clearly what's happened is like uh, the ref like didn't have much intention of finishing the fight. And then mm-hmm. because Mark Hunt was just leaving, the ref was like, yeah, probably actually. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, no, you don't get to make that decision. That really wound me up. Like, because obviously, yeah, Frank Mir got clipped hard. He, yeah, wasn't, hard. Playing poss- he wasn't playing possum. No. But you need to give, especially a jujitsu fighter, a chance until the end. He was ready for his yeah. guard. He has his legs up. He was ready to go. Really wound yep. me up, that man. It really wound that me up. One, that one, I think, is the, the worst. And I think that's yeah, why that ref shouldn't just run in and go, like, oh, he's walked off. He's hurt. Particularly with somebody like Frank Mir. Or, or any of the Diaz brothers, for example. Any of them, as if there's more than two. Either of the Diaz brothers. Any of um, them. I'll have any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Bring them All down. Them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, either Diaz brothers do that. You know, they go to their back, you know, then I, I think sometimes to their detriment, because there's been fights I've seen where I think they went over a bit easy because they, mm. like, you know, wanted people to come into their guard and people were like, nope, we're well, not going to the guard. Cause a I'm... lot of people were saying that about uh, Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz too, weren't they? That Nate Diaz mm. was like, yeah, getting hit, but going down on purpose to try and entice McGregor mm-hmm. to come in and finish the job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, Particularly I in the first I, round. Yeah, I, I can't really speak to that, whether that's true or not. No, I, mean, I can't. Either. I get it. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah. um, that's the thing. That's why you don't do walk-off KOs. You need to give the grapplers a chance to grapple. Yeah, exactly. And I think if it's if it's like Roy Nelson who's face down, gone, like or or another good yeah, example actually, <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Another good example is the Stefan Struve one because his jaw was broken and he was leaning against the fence like on his like his neck. That's grim. That's really bad. Yeah. Like, but, but if still, you I, should, I, I still don't think it's your decision. Like, well, so my issue isn't. It's not the fact that he doesn't hit him anymore. It's like, yeah, don't hit the guy if you look at him and he's fucked. But Mark Hunt will like start turning around before they've hit the ground. And I'm like, no, you have no idea what state he's going to be in when he goes yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need I to be ready true. to keep fighting. At least stand in front of him and look ready to keep fighting. I, it's, yeah. I don't know, something about the arrogance and like thinking you're bigger than the ref or like it's your decision when the fight's over. I don't mm. like it. Well, one of, the, one of the main ones, one of the best ones I've seen was when, and it's not just, it's not a walk-off KO, but it's a restraint of KOing somebody. It was Lyoto Machida versus, I can't remember who it was, but he he fucking I think he really hurt him and he went straight down and he ran in as if to punch him, but he didn't and the referee jumped in to stop the fight. 
because he knew he would hurt. And I mean, there was a, there was a there was a good period between the ref coming in and him going to punch him because he could see he wasn't conscious, yeah. and he was like, "I'm not going to punch him," but the referee hasn't stopped this, so I'm just going to look like I'm about to smack him in the face. But he is unconscious, so I'm going to wait for the ref to see that he's unconscious. But I'll, yeah. I'll hold my punch so it doesn't land to this guy who's not like with us anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not and, with us anymore. He's not in the room, <laughs> so I'm not going to hit him. So I think that's good when you've got restraint not to like Definitely. unnecessarily hurt somebody. Because like I look at the Stefan Struve one, his jaw was fucked, and I just think if you keep hitting a broken jaw, it's just going to keep getting worse. Well, you um, would think so. You you definitely think. I think that the chances would... of punching it back into place is <laughs> slim. It's very low. But again, Dustin, we're well, let's we're going full circle. It's quite nice, actually. We've come up to the hour mark and we're full circle back to the beginning. It wasn't Dustin's responsibility to stop when Conor McGregor's leg broke. No. It, that wasn't his responsibility to stop hitting him. Because, one, he may not have seen his leg got broken. Because he wasn't. You? Yeah, you know. When I'm sparring or anything, I'm not looking at the guy's ankles. I'm looking yeah, at I mean, if you are, then you could get fucking hit in the face. More than likely. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, though, I'm not getting kicked in the face. <laughs> I got my eye on them feet. <laughs> I'm looking at them ankles. Mm. <laughs> oh shit, it's broken. There we go. But it's it's not his responsibility to watch his feet. No, it's not. It's not. You know. So I've got. I, I think some people are like, oh, he hit him after he broke his ankle. That's that's not on. It's like, well, he wouldn't know. You gotta just carry on. You know. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I do agree with you. I do think that one with Frank Mir is fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> Anyone who's not seen that, give that a Google. Uh, Mark Hunt and Frank Mir on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's yeah. easy to find. They've only fought the once, haven't they? So it's not hard to find. Yeah, no, it's only the one. Uh, but it's bullshit. And I do yeah. feel bad for Frank Mir. He may and, have been and, really And bear in mind know. that Frank Mir may well have been the best jiu-jitsu athlete to ever compete at heavyweight. He, he's yeah. one of them at the very least. He's oh, very amazing. Good. Amazing, yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, for certain, he's his submission of um Nogueira is like crazy. That's a awesome. nuts submission. Just rolling yeah. and rolling for that Kimura. <laughs> that is a nuts submission. Awesome, yeah. awesome man. So good roundup. Before we uh before we round up, Ian, I should have done this at the start, but I'd like to do a little plug now for a charity event that yes. I'm doing on the 21st of August. I have no fucking clue why I've decided to try and do this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So for anyone who doesn't know. I've called it a fight-a-thon. Um, so I've tried to basically do what's the fight equivalent of a marathon. So the average finishing time for a marathon is four hours and 21 minutes. So I'm going to fight for four hours and 21 minutes in five-minute nice. rounds with one-minute intervals. So that will work out to 44 five-minute uh, five rounds with a minute between each, back-to-back. Uh, so nice. that's going to be horrific. I'm doing that on the 21st of August and I've just got rolling uh, competitors. So guys who come to my class, some of my clients, some of my friends, they're just going to basically take it in turns to try and beat me up. So <laughs> that'll be, we'll be doing some Thai, some jujitsu, some boxing, some wrestling, some full MMA, Wh- whoever comes down, whatever it is, they're comfortable sparring with me. That's what we're going to do. And it's going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so we're doing it. I'm doing it for mind. Uh, so if anyone fancies sponsoring me, you can find the link on my Instagram bio. So on Instagram, I'm at DNA.MMA. Um, we'll put the link in Combat it. Casuals as well. Yeah, we'll put the link on this this clip. That'd be easier. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, so a, we'll do the whole thing. 
yeah so it's a just given link um yeah. so you can find that in the description of this podcast so mm-hmm. please uh anyone who does martial arts and has ever done sparring or has done like <laughs> an open mat at jiu-jitsu oh, knows man. how long five minutes are <sighs> and then knows how ridiculous four hours 21 uh yeah. would, would be so please I... sponsoring me I think everybody listening, you've got to go sponsor just because one, a great cause, but two, it is going to be hell. Like <laughs> it's going to be. It might be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I think yeah. I completely undersold it when I was thinking. I just thought, oh, that would be a funny idea. Like that would be really hard. Thinking yeah. about it, and and like I've been doing, you know, more sparring and rolling recently, like doing five minute rounds and trying to prepare for it. I yeah. think it's going to be the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I think so. I think I think it's going to be real hard. Like I don't want to make I don't want to, I don't want to psych you out more, but yeah, it's going to I've be. I've been really psyching myself out. Don't worry about it. I've been rolling, and like like today, I was trying to practice. So we were doing some sparring earlier today, mm-hmm. this, this morning, and I was trying to practice like my minimal output defensive sparring. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. so hard to find the balance between not just standing there and getting smashed and not going too hard so that you get tired and oh my god is that a hard like balance to find yeah yesterday when i was doing jujitsu i tried to do the same my, my top top student purple belt geezer um i was rolling with him and uh i started out and I, I was being way too way too much output and like i was getting subs and that but it was way too much output and i was like right i need to calm down I need to stop and I tried to be like completely like passive but defensive I got caught like straight away he submitted me straight away I was like fuck's sake like it's so hard to find the balance between being uh aggressive but being too mm. defensive and passive obviously like it don't really matter if I get submitted or whatever but I don't want to get submitted too many times I, wanna, I still want to do my best <laughs> do you know what I mean I still want to do my best um completely finding man. that balance is a nightmare yeah no 100% man Hundred percent. It's going to be really good though, and it's a great cause. And um, yeah. yeah, people, please go donate. It's uh, it's for a good cause, and it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. I hope you record most of it. <laughs> oh mate, it's all going to be on my Instagram live. So anyone who can't come down, you can watch me live. Like just amazing for four, getting four and a half hours. <laughs> I will, mate. I'll amazing. be smashed. I'll, I'll have a good like half an hour in me. After half an hour, mm-hmm. I'll be useless, and then I'll just for the last twenty-one minutes, for the last like three or four rounds, I've said like I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can kill someone. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna die. But I've told all the guys. I said, you know, I, I only want people my size or bigger in the last twenty-one minutes, and I want them yeah. to try and kill me. Like, see if you can yeah, take yeah. my head off. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Awesome, man. Awesome. That's, That's great. Cool. Well, that was fun, man. Yeah, this is really good. Just a good recap. And uh, hopefully mm. in the next few weeks, we'll have a few more guests on going forward. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned, guys. There'll be a lot going yeah. on. Now I'm going to get out in that sun, man, because it's fucking, I don't know how hot it is there. It's 27 at the moment, 28 at four, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's about 28 here. And I'm just sat in a back room boiling. <laughs> Wetting my tits clean off. All right, man. Awful. Enjoy the sun. Nice one, dude. I'll catch you next time. In a bit. See you later, Bye. Thanks for listening to the Combat Casuals podcast. To get involved with the ultimate fighting conversation, email us at combatcasuals at outlook.com. We can answer your questions in our next podcast. Or maybe even have you on the show. Be sure to follow, subscribe, leave us a review, or support us however you can. Thank you to Me Against the World for our theme music. Catch you next time.